PHM Experience, the podcast. This is a production of Powerhouse Ministries in Smyrna, Delaware, and we are going to be bringing you weekly sermons and our midweek services, as well as podcasts and interviews that we think are going to empower and enrich your life. When you're done listening, feel free to share with someone else, because you never know what impact the word may make. Be blessed. says here, let's go to the word of the Lord, something we dwell on. Daniel, third chapter, come on. It's already 11 o'clock. Give me about some more minutes. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel's going to talk to us about this faith. The book of Daniel, the book of Daniel. Talking about this faith. You got to understand something, that when you begin to walk in the realm of the spirit, there is going to be advice. Let me tell you something. Encourage your neighbor, say, you could be minding your own business, and the devil's still going to come. You mind your own business. It's not that you be mind your own business. You ain't bothering nobody. And that's what frustrates a lot of people because you're doing the right thing and all this hell's coming after you. But the devil is a lie. You got to understand he wants to knock you off balance. He wants to mess up your faith and get you to stop moving forward because you're, every time you're moving forward, you're taking his, you're taking authority and you're taking territory from him. And he doesn't like that. So let's go into the word of the Lord. You can start at the top. Um, let's see. We're going to start at the top here. Let's see. Uh, Daniel 3, let's see if we can pull this up real quick. Thought I had it right here. Take your time. Daniel 3, Daniel 3, here we go. Hmm. The Bible says, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold. First verse, height was three score cubits. Y'all with me? And the breadth thereof, six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dora in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, sent to gather together the princes and the governors and the captains and the judges and the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all of the rulers of the promises to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar, the king, has set up. And the princes and the governors and the captains and the judges and the treasurers and the counselors and the sheriffs and all of the rulers of the provinces were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. They stood before the image of Nebuchadnezzar and he had set up. And then the herald cried aloud to you and it is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, satbut, psaltery, dulcimer and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, hath set up. And whoso falleth down and worship shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. If you don't do what I tell you, I'm going to burn you up. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, salt, but psaltery, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Wherefore, at the time, certain Chaldeans, as always them Chaldeans, came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever, thou art king has made a decree that every man, reminding the king what he said, every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, sultry, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the golden image. Whosoever falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over, the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, 
These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They have not adhered to your commandment. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do you serve my gods? nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now, if you be ready that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbuck, sultry, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands, the king says. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Boy, that's some faith on fire right there. It's interesting about our faith because, you know, you really don't know how much faith you have until you're being challenged. These men of God were already captives in a foreign land. They were already prisoners. They were already under the rule of another nation, under another nation that served a different god. This king wanted to get beside himself and build a golden image of himself and proclaim that he was God. He wanted everybody to worship him. He wanted everybody to bow when the, when the music hit. They wanted everybody to go, oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, how wonderful and great you are. But something on the inside of these three slaves said, even though our life is in jeopardy, no matter what you say or do, we're not bowing. I'm talking about faith now. I'm talking about believing in God even when your life is on the line. Faith under fire. Fire, faith. I'm talking about a people. I'm talking about a time. And you know, I'm not going to get into all of the last days rhetoric and all the talking. It's not rhetoric. It's true. I mean, it's going to come a time when people are going to have to make a decision or they're going to get their head cut off in, in tribulation, they say. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be clear talk. I'm living holy today, so I don't have to make that decision. I'm not going to be one of them saints left in tribulation because I didn't believe God on this side of grace. You have an opportunity to live in grace right now, and you want to play, play roulette with your soul salvation, and you want to be in and out. You want to be hot. If the Bible said, I wish that you'd be hot or cold, because if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out. Why would you play God's why would you play with God when you have an opportunity to be with God? Can you imagine that one day you wake up and everybody in the church is gone and you, and you come to church on Sunday morning and be like, where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? And the rapture comes and we're gone. And now you want to cry out, and, uh, Holy Ghost is gone now. Grace is gone now. Now you're going to have to work out your soul salvation by getting your head cut off to get saved. Not just a confession with your mouth and a believing in your heart that you, could have, that you could have done. These men are slaves. These men are under a tyranny. They're under control. They're every, everything they do is controlled and mandated 
but they may, the king Nebuchadnezzar may be controlling their body, but they're not, he's not controlling their faith. Why am I saying this to you? There are some things that you're going through in your life that you cannot control. There's financial, there's relational, there's, there's physical ailments and things that are keeping you hindered and seem like you're in prison, but there's one thing <laughs> that that devil can't do. He cannot harness your faith. He cannot arrest what you believe. He cannot take your conviction. And yes, it'd be better if you had more money. And yes, it'd be nice if you weren't abused in your home. And yes, it'd be great if people would treat you better. It'd be great if you didn't have this illness that you can't lose. But there's something on the inside of you that's greater than all of these aesthetics that are trying to control you. And even though they were in prison, they would not bow. They would not bow. And God told me to tell you, I understand your life in your mind may seem like it's not fair. But God said, don't bow. And yes, you're single and, and, and you're not married. And yes, this and the other. And, and yes, you've gone through divorce. And yes, life is unfair. But there's something that you have control of. And that is the, that is the integrity of your soul. That's up to us. Am I going to let this control who I am? Or am I going to use this as energy, as power? And it's amazing that, check this out, their integrity and their faith brought them before the king. It's amazing how when you have integrity and you have faith, people don't like you. And the Chaldeans, like they had nothing better to do but talk about three slaves that's not going to bow. Out of all these thousands and thousands of people, they focusing on the Jews that are prisoners. He gets the king upset and he brings it before him. What I'm going to share with you supernaturally is that God will light you up in front of people to bring you to a position that looks like it's in harm's way, but it's a, it's a way that God's going to use to get glory out of your life. Why are these people picking on me on my job? Why are they worrying about what time I clock in and clock out? Why are they sitting here and turning in my name? Why are they sitting here complaining about this and the other? I don't bother them. He said, God is going to bring your name before great men and through in front of authorities because he's going to put, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to put the spotlight on you in this season because honestly, the truth it is, the enemy thinks he's going to do it to destroy you, but he's getting ready to get you promoted. Can I prophesy for a minute? I'm coming to tell you right now, you, the aggravation that you're dealing with right now is, is, is how God's getting ready to promote you. Your enemy is getting ready to help you go to the next level. Can you prophesy with me? Come on, show, jump on your feet and say, my enemy is getting ready to help me be promoted to the next level. Lord, have mercy. I just need some faith in the room. Come on, say it. My enemy is getting ready to get me promoted to the next level. You may be seated. Woo! 12th verse says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, full of fury in the form of his visage, was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. At first, you know, Nebuchadnezzar, very, he honored them. He put them in ruleship. He put them in authority. You know, people will support you as long as you're doing what they want you to do for them. <laughs> and all of a sudden now they found out he wasn't going to bow. They shift, he shifted. He's like, I'm done with y'all. The Bible says here quickly in command that they should heat the furnace. Y'all know the story, but I'm going to teach it anyway. The furnace seven times more than it was 
want to be heeded. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. And then these men, check this out, then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, their hats, their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Why do they emphasize that in the word of God? The king wanted to make sure they burnt real good. So he put on a hat, cloth, coat, scarf, everything, stuff that would burn quick to burn them up. Don't you understand? Your enemy is going to try his best to set you up, to burn you up as quickly as possible. But the Lord told me to tell you in faith, he said, don't worry about the setup. Because what he's setting you up for, he's, God is getting ready to turn it for your good. Don't even worry about it. He's getting ready to turn that thing for your good. Glory, glory to God. He says here in the word of God, I prophesy, amen, by reading the word of God, the Bible says here, he says, cast them into the burning fire. Then these three men were bound in the coast, but I read already. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent in the furnace exceeding hot. Listen to this. The flame of the flyer slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Let me tell you something. The people that are being used to sabotage you are going to fall on the trap they set for you. Here's the thing you got to love about God is what God, here's the thing you got to learn about yourself. The people that are throwing you into the fire could not handle the heat that they were throwing in themselves, but you can. Oh, come on, Holy Ghost. Amen. God wants you to show you your level of spiritual power. And you're not really going to know what you can handle until you've been pushed to the limit. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego believed God, but they didn't know they were fireproof until they were thrown in the, into the fire. God told me to tell you there's some things that God is getting ready to do in your life. And there's some things you've already come through in your life. God has let you know that even though the fire is turned up seven times hotter, you are fireproof. You are fireproof. Let's finish this up. Take your time, Dwayne. Say it again. Therefore, because the king's man was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. They got thrown in to the fire, and the ones that threw them in got burned up. But they in the fire, and they went right into worship. They knelt down. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me preach this. They got thrown into fire. They got thrown into an unfair situation, and they went into worship. They didn't go into worry. They went into worship. Tap your neighbor said, change your W. Change your worry to worship. Come on. Change your worry to worship. Change your worry to worship. Stop worrying about. Stop worrying about what the enemy's doing. Stop worrying about what you're going through. And start worshiping God. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Somebody, I'm shifting. Somebody say, I'm shifting W's. I'm shifting W's. I'm shifting from worry to worship. I'm shifting from, wor from worry to winning. I'm shifting from worry to winning. They fell 
bound, bound. Hear the scripture, hear the scripture. They fell down, bound. They were bound when they worshiped. Some people won't worship till they get free. Tap your neighbor and say, don't wait for the battle. Don't wait till the battle be over. Shout now. You could be in the midst of a struggle right now. Worship me while you're struggling. Worship me while you don't know what to do. Worship me right now. They fell to the ground and they were bound. They were bound, the Bible says. God said, don't wait. It's not the money that's going to free you. It's not the job that's going to free you. It's not the man that's going to free you. God said, I need you to be free. See, I need you to be free now in your mind, in your spirit. Let's finish this up. Come on, come on, come on. Here we go. It says, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? Isn't it amazing how people think they can really control your destiny? If They say stuff like, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have what you have now. You ever heard that before from anybody? They try to, they try to take credit for God using them to be a vessel to bless you. And the truth of the matter is they bless because they bless you. All right, we ain't gonna go, we're going to leave that alone right there. All right. Woo. Whose body and fire. Okay, listen, listen, listen to the word of God here. Let's finish this up. Then Nebuchadnezzar came to the near the mouth, burned, 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 and spake, said, 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 he said, uh, he said he was astonished, 24 verse, rose up in haste, spake and said unto his counselors, did not we cast three men bound unto the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, true, O king, he answered and said, lo, I see four men. What's the next word? I see four men loosed. They went inbound, and now when he looks in, he sees four of them loosed. Somewhere between them being thrown in, and now they got free. And not only are they free, but there's a fourth one there with them. And let's hear what the report is. Woo, tap your neighbor and say, I ain't never been alone. I ain't never been alone. I ain't never been alone. They answered and said unto the king, true, O king. He answered and said, lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire. And they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants, listen to this, ye servants of the most high God, come forth and come hither. <laughs> Woo! He begins to recognize them in their proper position. Sometimes you got to go through the fire for people to recognize your faith. And what you really believe in. Sometimes people won't get faith till you live through the fire of your faith. The Bible says, And the servants of Moha come forth, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth out of the midst of the fire, and the princes, governors, captains, and the king, counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies, listen, the fire had no power. Somebody say, the fire has no power over me. 
nor was our hair on their head singed, neither was their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Lord, have mercy. What was meant for my evil, God turned it for my good. The Lord says, not only would I protect your body, listen to the revelation, but I'll protect everything you're connected to. Not only will I protect you, I'm going to protect everything that's connected to you. His, his clothes, his hat, everything, nothing got burnt. It was supposed to get burnt. It was supposed to at least smell like smoke. You can't light a match around me and me not smell like smoke being in a room that has smoke. But they came out not smelling like smoke at all. Have you ever looked back over your life and thought about some of the stuff you've been through? And you know when I really, you, let, me, let, me, let me testify. You know when I really do that? is when people start to celebrate me too much. They start to tell me how great I am and this, that, or whatever. They start to give me accolades. I'll be like, honey, if you knew what I've been through, if you knew what I've done, if you've known the mistakes I've made, amen, it's amazing how God will keep you humble because God will bring you out of stuff that, that you should have been burnt up over, but he brings you out so clean that people don't even see the residue of what you've been through. The only reason people know your testimony because you say it. And when you start telling your true testimony, my time, people won't even believe. Nah, I can't even believe you did that. That's how good God can clean your life up. He can clean your life up so good, people don't even believe the stuff you did in your past. Thank God. I think there's different levels of testimonies. Because, you, you know, it, I ain't going to say that. I'm going to be done with that. Okay. All right. The Bible says here, let's, fin- let's, let, let's finish this up for today. 28 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's amazing. When it started out, he wanted to be God. Now he's praising the slave's God. Mm-hmm. And it says, Who have set his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore, listen, therefore I will make a decree that every people, nation, and language will speak anything amiss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. And their houses shall be made a dunghill because there is no other God. This is the king talking. There is no other God that can deliver after this sword. Then, listen to this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You have to get through what you're going through right now because promotion is on the other side of this pain. Promotion is on the other side of your fire right now. Promotion is on the other side of your injustice. I prophesy that somebody's getting ready to get a settlement in court. I hear it in the Holy Ghost. You've been going through this for about a couple years, but the Lord told me a, a court settlement is getting ready to be released in your favor. The money's coming. Come on, somebody give God a praise for that person right now. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Woo. God said, I'm going to give you double for your trouble. But I need you to have a faith that can endure the fire. I need your faith to endure the fire. 
I need your what? I need your faith to endure the fire that you're in right now. You're in a fire right now. The doctor's giving you this report. I need your faith to stand against the report. Your husband talking crazy. I need your faith to stand against the crazy husband. I need, I need, you, you heard some bad news about your children. I need your faith to stand in the midst for your children. I need your faith. Your job is going funny. The economy is going south. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what's going to happen to you economically. I need your faith to stand the fire. And when you stand the fire by faith, I'm going to promote you because my name is going to be glorified because you did not bow. Let me tell y'all something. We would have never heard this story about these Hebrew boys if they would have bowed. It would have never made the Bible. It wouldn't have been Bible worthy. The only reason they made the Bible because they stood, they endured, and they allowed themselves to believe God beyond their own personal safety. We're in a season, y'all, come on. We're in a season of faith. We're seeing COVID do what it do and all these other diseases. We're dealing with all kinds of, we're in the last days. We can't have this popcorn faith. We got to have bedrock faith. We got to truly believe in the word of God in this season of our lives. We truly got to believe in the word of God concerning our lives. We've got to believe if we're going to exist and we're going to make it in this last day, we got to be a people of great faith in Jesus' name. My time is out. It's 1124. Woo! Mm. Take Mark 5 and 30 through 43 for your, for your reference. I can't get to it today because I'm going to release faith in here today. I'm going to release power in this place today. One of my assignments of the Lord doing this fast is just to release favor. We prayed this morning and favor took over in the prayer. I don't know if some of y'all were here. Favor just took me over. God said, he just said favor, his favor, favor. I couldn't stop saying it, y'all. I wanted to stop because I got tired. But it was on me so strong. He said, make sure you release favor on the congregation this morning. I don't want you to stand. Just stay in your seat. Put both hands somewhere on your chest, on your head, wherever you want to put it. I'm getting ready to lay hands on you in the spirit. I'm getting ready to lay hands on you in the supernatural. Favor's getting ready to come. Favor's coming. Favor's here. Favor's here. I hear in the Holy Spirit that people, hold for just a sec, just a sec, just a sec, just a sec. I hear in the Holy Spirit right now, I just want to hear them clearly. I hear in the Holy Spirit right now that there is a, there is a, um, hmm, yes. I hear in the Holy Spirit right now that there is a stronghold that it's almost like, it's almost like every time God lifts you, you 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 hit this you hit this breaking point that causes you great torment and fear and anxiety. And the Lord told me to tell the congregation today, I'm gonna break through that anxiety point, that 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 vulnerability, that fear. He's going to break it through, and you're going to elevate in this season like never before. It's, it's, you'd be amazed who's being, who's being constricted, and it's not because of sin. 
It's because of who you are. And the enemy doesn't want to let you out of your, he, he wants to keep you at this level. It's interesting. The story goes like this. There was an eagle that was um, lost from the nest and ended up growing up with chickens. And he grew up his whole life with chickens as a baby. And if you know anything about chickens, they can only fly about maybe one or two feet off the ground. And so when he, he was around an environment of other chickens, he thought he was a chicken too because that's what he grew up around. And he, could only, he only tried to fly one or two feet off the ground. But one day, an eagle came through that was flying high, and he saw himself in that eagle flying much higher than one or two feet off the ground. And from that day on, he flew way past one, two, because he saw himself in a place he never saw himself before. <laughs> what I'm saying is that many of us have been around a lot of chicken faith, even though we have the faith of an eagle. And the Lord says, I want to, I want to, many people, God sends people here because I want to expose you to eagle faith because you are an eagle. You can fly way beyond the one or two feet of the house, the car, you know, the good job, and the six months of savings. There's much more that God wants to reveal to you than just the normalities of life. There are some supernatural elements of your life that God wants you to strive for and to believe for. And so we're lifting that. Thanks for tuning in to another week of PHM Experience, the podcast. This is a production of Powerhouse Ministries Incorporated, located in Smyrna, Delaware, where Bishop Dwayne L. Bull and Pastor Sybil Bull are our senior pastors. Tune back in for another empowering sermon, class, or midweek service experience that we know is going to bless your life. As always, come with the experience.